got an attitude. No bike riding on campus. Well, I was just sort of hoping I could take a quick ride through history. Do mind taking those off? I'd like to see who I'm talking to. They've got a problem. What's good of me? Not until you tell me what your name is. He lives in two worlds. I'm sure Patty and Alan will vouch for us. Always behind enemy lines. You are not now, nor were you ever members of this club. I thought we were going to be good friends. Tough turf. They took your car. I don't own a car, man. He's a loner on a roll. An outsider on the edge. Caught between a dangerous loser. Give his bike back. And the girl they both love. this movie all right all right um <laughs> our movie this week is from 1985 and it, it is tough turf starring james spader kim richards and a uh guy that really didn't go on to do much of anything robert downey jr uh it was directed by fritz kirsch and it uh is one of my favorites from the 80s um it's a high school film. It's uh, kind of a western, kind of a contemporary, well, contemporary being the 80s, an 80s western uh, set in high school. Um, and I love this film. And we had a massive disagreement on yes, this film. Did. So yes, we did. I tell you what. I can do. I can really just praise Tough Turf. I, there's really nothing. I have a few issues with it, but overall, I love this film. I it's a nostalgia pick. Like we talked about summer school last mm-hmm. week, that's a nostalgia pick. Uh, this is a nostalgia pick, and I and I respect that. I um, respect that. I just disagree. Maybe if I saw this film for the first time. Um, at age, <clears throat> whatever age I am now, I'm not going to say. But if I saw this film as an adult, perhaps I would dislike it. But I, I saw it when I was about when I was a preteen. I loved it then. I've always loved it. It's stuck in my head. Some of the lines. So yeah, we have a weird issue here because this is a movie that's near and dear to my heart. It is not perfect. 
Um, but I'm just going to praise this film. Why don't you go ahead, sweetie, and okay. and talk about it first? Okay. And and we're not gonna. I don't. I don't. I really don't want to argue or talk no, over. No, no, I, no. no, not argue. But I don't want to talk over each other because that's not really. Okay, good. I'll make mine brief and go over it, and then you can have your way with it. Okay. This. Okay. Go right ahead. Um. James Spader plays a character named Morgan. Kim Richards plays a character named Frankie, and what's that guy's name? Paul. Paul Moons, Paul 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 Moons, Paul Moonas. I'm know. I'm not it sure. Doesn't matter. No, he's awesome. No, it does matter. He's amazing in that. But go ahead. Um. And he plays Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I numbered these. My my reasons why I don't like this movie. Number one, too long. It's almost two hours. I agree. I agree with that one. Yes. Yes. Uh, um. Yes, I, I'm sorry. I'm, gonna, no, I'm not going to interrupt you. Uh, let me let me just say one thing. Yes, for a low budget exploitation film, which this is, and I'm going to get it into the budget later. For a low but this is one thing we do agree on. For a low budget exploitation film, it's about twenty. It should be an hour and a half, maybe ninety five minutes it's tops. It's almost two hours. Agreed. It yes, it is a bit too long. We agree on that. It feels like an eternity. It goes on and on and on. Number two, the dance scenes are too staged. This is not a musical. This is not a musical, and it's, it's so stiff. The characters, this is number three, the characters and the dialogue are annoying and unbelievable. There are some groan-inducing lines. Uh, there is one line from the father. Uh, life is a I can't remember, but there is, there are some corny lines. Uh, number four, if you are triggered by domestic abuse, this may not be the movie for you because um, the boyfriend Nick. Is clearly abusive to Frankie. Well, he's a complete psychopath. Yes. Um, so if that is triggering, you may not want to watch it. I can't. May, may I yeah. say something to that? In respect to that, I can understand that because this is, as I said before, a low-budget exploitation film. This is not a serious drama mm-hmm. about domestic de- abuse. Uh, there is. There are a few scenes that. I suppose do not belong in an exploitation film. However, I'm going to say in this defense, and I'm on dicey water here, for the movie, for a revenge film, basically, it's I, very effective. Now, now, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, I did not see where this was a revenge film or a western. Oh, it's definitely a western. I did not get that. Okay. If you got that, hey, you know what? Your perspective is is different from mine. Okay. Now, I'm going to say one good thing, okay? Oh, please. Oh, well. Yes. The only good thing about this movie to me are the actors. They played annoying shits very well. <laughs> I see what you did there, Bellas. <laughs> only one of them supposed to be an annoying shit. 
Well, they all were. Well, maybe shit. Robert Downey Jr. was supposed to be an annoying shit. He was kind of in that annoying shit phase of his career where he played the, the goofy sidekick. But he wasn't in a whole lot of it, so. No, Downey's not in. But you're you're absolutely right. He kind of he's a sidekick. You know, he that's what he did. Like back to school, he did a year yeah. after. He's basically the same guy. And Weird Science. These were all Weird Science, Tough Turf, Back to School were all like in a two-year period. Now, I do respect the fact that this is a nostalgic movie for you. Mm-hmm. I respect the fact that you like this movie. I am not going to crap on the fact that you like this movie. Mm-hmm. You know what? More power to you. I think that's great. We each have our own movies that maybe, you know, one feels more strongly about it than the other. Great. Yeah. This okay. is not my movie. Okay. No, but you know what? You go and read the original reviews of this that came out in 85. You are in the majority. This film, when it was released, received terrible reviews. And I, I mentioned to you, you read the Roger Ebert print review from 85, and uh, you, you would agree. And, and Mr. Ebert, God rest his soul is probably smiling at you from he- from heaven right now <laughs> because <laughs> and I, I I've spent a lot more time reading your work Roger than she has um, but that's not fair um, but I, I, I get it uh, um, I think yeah this is one that we have polar opposite views on um, but again I I'm not. I don't want to shit on a movie that you obviously clearly love. Too late. But go well, ahead. It is too late. <laughs> right. But you know what? My perspective is, I can't stand it. When I was thinking of an '80s, when I was thinking of an '80s nostalgia piece that I liked, and I wasn't too sure that you would like, I was thinking of Hard Bodies from 1984. I should have picked Hard Bodies because, if nothing else, that's about half an hour shorter than Tough Turf. <laughs> and, uh... Anyway, no, we're not going to talk about Hard Bodies. Let me do... Are, are you finished, sweetie? Yeah, I'm I, sorry. I, I've made my notes. Now you go ahead and you defend this movie. Okay, I, I've seen this film at least 50 times. It's... Uh, along with Goodfellas and the Blues Brothers. It's just a movie I watch maybe once a year. Um, let me try to keep this to the film itself and not my feeling or not my nostalgic feelings about it. Uh, as I said, this is directed by a man named Fritz Kirsch. Um, this was only his second film. His first was Children of the Corn. Um, so two classics in a row, man. Um, he fills this movie... The, the look of this movie, the editing, the way the, the editing kind of goes to the beat of music. I disagree. This is a musical in a sense. I disagree completely. There is always something to look at in this film. Now, I, I mean, there is something stimulating to look at in this film. The colors, those Dutch angles, you know, when, when they do the Dutch angles out of nowhere. I don't agree. It's Well, it, it makes for a very entertaining uh, visual experience. You can watch this movie on mute and still get a, get a, a sense of, um, uh, I don't know, I was not euphoria is a bit over the top, but you can watch this film on mute and be very entertained and... May I introduce? Yeah, please. Go ahead. I was not entertained by this movie. Not one bit. I, 40 minutes in, I checked out. I... 
or this was movie, it because I mean, it was predictable? Because it is predictable. I no no no. It wasn't that. It was the fact that the characters were unbelievable and annoying. The script was annoying. The story was annoying. The music was god awful. No no, no 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 no. You'll please mention the music. I did not care them for the music. I thought it was just one of those things that anybody could have done. Mm, I did not like it. Okay. Okay, we we disagree. And you know what? You like it? More power to you. Let I me, disagree. Let me defend the music for a second. Uh, if well, look up the soundtrack on your on on your own if you're interested in this film or if you've already seen it. The stuff by the live band, the 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 when the kind of swing band, Jack Mack and the Heart Attack. That was bad. That is mediocre. That is not great. But the other music on the soundtrack is I love it. I love the other songs. Um, the opening credit song. I did not like it. Uh, the Jim Carroll songs. Um, the yes, Jim Carroll is in the film as well. It gives it a real '80s hipness factor. I didn't like that song either. Well, <laughs> well, it, it, it that's yeah. There's movies with there's good movies with bad songs, and there's bad movies with good songs, <laughs> like Showgirls. Um, but it, there's um, I, 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 dis- I, you know, we just have a fundamental disagreement on everything. Um, I'm gonna sing a few more praises Please for do. it. Please do. Anyway, the the movie's stylish. It's a, uh, it's a modern western, a contemporary western. Um, it's a bit heavy-handed with the the, the western allegories. Uh, there's a scene early on where Spader's staring at a a, a roach was it a ro- a bug on on the wall and he's just staring at it with those spader eyes and uh, he jumps up and shoots the thing you know with two pellet guns at his side like he's in a western and uh that's a little heavy-handed but it's a cool scene for what it is um the actor that plays spader's father a, a gentleman by the name of Matt Clark uh yes I had to look Matt Clark he was in a ton of westerns uh, in, in the 50s and 40s, so that's a little homage to westerns. Also, it gets so heavy-handed, there's a scene in a classroom where they're just watching a western. <laughs> so that was a little... Yeah, okay. Um, but, but I, I mean, I can't praise this movie enough. Speaking of westerns, and, and, and why it kind of reminds me of the film High Noon, there's a scene where the gang... Uh, destroys his bike. It's kind of the the centerpiece of the entire film. Uh, Spader is new in this high school. Uh, I, I I think it's his first day of school. It, it, yeah, it's his first day of school. And at the end of the day, everyone knows that the bad guys are after him. They're gonna beat him up. They're gonna do something. And Spader's you know he's trapped. He knows he's trapped. He can't win against this gang. What he has to do is just put on a stone face, a tough face, and, and, and face them. And that is, if that's not out of a Western, I don't know what is. It's a brilliant scene. If you've seen the movie or even seen ads for the movie, you know what I'm talking about. He, he has to, he can't show any fear. And this scene goes on for a while. And Kim Richards, is, as you said, she's the, the, the girlfriend of the, the, the heavy, the real, the psycho guy, you know, she's with him, and in the middle of this torment, when they're, you know, playing around with his bike, and you know they're going to destroy it, you don't, you don't know what they're going to do, um, 
she's laughing, laughing along with the gang, and he Spader gives her this look, um, and it just stops her, you know, cold in her, you know, it stops her cold in her laughter, and it is very. Uh, intense, serious look. I don't know if they were together on the set or this was editing, but it works. He gives her this look like, what the hell's wrong with you? There, There's an attraction there, but it's not a healthy attraction. Um, but I love that scene. It just says so much. Those two actors, Spader and Richards, I'm going to brag about Richards in just a minute because she didn't get the credit she deserves for this film. Um, that is a very intense, a very... Um, very dramatic scene. I, I love the chemistry between those two actors. Uh, the scene where they destroy his bike. Um, I mean, I, I can't say enough about this movie. I, I, I just adore it. I, I, I love everything about it. I think I think just about everything works, except for the fact that the dance sequences are a bit too long. Um, there is another scene where... Okay, Spader used to be a rich kid, and now his father's lost a lot of money. You don't really know what, but he's made bad investments, and they have to move to a bad part of L.A. He's from Massachusetts, I believe. Anyway, he's a rich kid, and there's a scene where uh, him and his friend and Kim Richards and her girlfriend kind of crash a country club. And Spader knows how to, you know, talk to these people and kind of break in and get some free food and whatnot. It's a scene out of a comedy. It doesn't really belong in the film, but when you think about it, it it's fantastic because... I it's hokey. It is hokey. Yes, it is hokey. And I'll even say this. The scene goes on a bit too long. But it just... It brings these characters together. It brings Richards together. It's where the Kim Richards character... Now, her character is lower middle class. She doesn't have a mother. Uh, she lives with her father only. She has to settle for Nick. Uh, was it Nick? Was it? Yeah. yeah, okay. So I say, everything I know about this movie, I forgot the guy's name. She has to settle for Nick. And, um, you know, she's kind of introduced into this into this world, this you know, more wealthy world. This is L.A. where, you know, it's different in every neighborhood but anyway they crash this they crash this place and at the end of this entire sequence and it goes on a bit too long i'll give you that excuse me at the end of the sequence james spader serenades her with a song now that's really spader singing too according to the credits you know what good for him that whole scene to me was well, he doesn't hit the high notes very well. I'll give it. <laughs> there might be a reason why you never heard Spader sing again, at least as far as I know. Um, it is hokey. It, 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 you know, I I found it cringy when I was a preteen, and I find it cringy now. In fact, I believe I went and brushed my teeth when that scene was coming up because I didn't want to. Look. Anyway, Spader serenades her. Um, but you know what? In in the in the world of the film, it works. Once again, let me just uh, brag on Kim Richards for a second. Uh, she, her looks, she does so much just with her looks. I mean, her facial expressions. Um, I, I really bought into her character. I, I, I bought into Spader's attraction to her. I, I bought into her attraction to him. I bought into why she didn't feel like she could really leave Nick, even though he was a horrible human being to her. Um, 
I will agree with you on the domestic abuse. It does not belong in a in a B movie like this. And Tough Turf is a B movie. Um but and 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 I, I appreciate your I, I didn't even think of that to be honest with you. This is a violent film. Uh not just the scenes of Nick uh beating on Kim Richards. Uh but James Spader gets the shit kicked out of him in this movie. There's a scene in a locker room where the gang gets a bunch of uh, locks. I think they call it a locker party. It's like the scene in Full Metal Jacket. Stanley Kubrick totally ripped this film off. I'm kidding. But there's a scene where they have the locks and they beat the crap out of James Spader with the locks. And that is a brutal scene for, for an 80s high school movie. That's a very brutal scene. And those actors play it so well. Um, I could ramble on about this film for another 18 minutes. Um, I, I will not. Uh... I'm ready to move on to, to the next movie. Well, that that's fine. That hey hey, that's good. Listen, I I'm a huge Tough Turf fan and I am not. <clears throat> I just wanna make a few more few more little interesting things about this and what I like about it. Um I'm just checking notes here. I didn't think I'd have to check notes because I've seen the movie a hundred times, but you never know, you always learn new stuff. Um, Paul Moni, Paul Moans, I'm sorry, the, the, the villain, the, the horrible guy. The Nick guy. The Nick guy, in real life, he became a rabbi sometime in the late 80s, early 90s. I find that fascinating. He probably wanted to repent for that movie. <laughs> well, perhaps, perhaps. But, <laughs> but he's fantastic in that film. I, I really think he is one of the most hated film villains, at least of the 80s. Um, I mean, you just want, you want to see this guy dead throughout the I mean actually from the beginning um another weak part of the film which I will admit the final confrontation which takes place in a warehouse because all all films in the 80s had to take place in an abandoned warehouse somewhere the final confrontation goes on a bit too long and Robert Downey showing up with those dogs that was, was convenient <laughs> It just happens to have those two dogs. Yeah, they have to be okay. Dobermans, too. Yes. <laughs> I just, I'm always going to think of Downey. You know, everyone's going to think Iron Man and his iconic role. I'm going to think of him standing there with those two dogs. <laughs> but um, but look, look, I if you've, you know, if you've seen Tough Turf, um, whatever you think of it, look, it's a flawed film. It's not perfect. And... Uh, but I guess it's kind of like junk food. You have junk food that you know is bad for you, and you shouldn't be consuming it. But you you love it, and you and you go like Twinkies. You go back to Twinkies every you know every every so often because it's comfort. So tough turf for me has always been um, an intense experience, a fun experience. It's a film I can watch over and over and over oh, again. Good for and you, I without just, me. <laughs> no, well, definitely not. With, no, 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 not, not, not with you, sweetie. I promise you that. I promise you that. And uh, you want to talk about next week's show? Well, or I know you didn't give this five after out of five. Oh, oh, this this tough turf. Yeah. Were we doing fives or tens? Because uh, tens. Okay, I actually gave it a nine. It's not a perfect film, and because some of the dance sequences could have been cut a bit. Why were the dance sequences so staged like that? It's not West well, Side Story. It is not a musical. Weren't the dance sequences in Dirty Dancing staged as well? I mean, musicals from that era weren't weren't they staged? But they were in like a 
resort thing where they everything was quirky. Okay, I, I understand what you're saying. They just happen to like dance at a club. I mean, I, there is a scene when Kim Richards just starts jumping on tables and out of nowhere. It's ridiculous. Well, it it's it's theatrical. It's part of the movie. I also want to okay. say this movie was filmed on a rather low budget. And what the director, uh, Fritz Kirsch, I, I may not be pronouncing that right, but was the director and, and the filmmakers in general, <clears throat> they get their money's worth. I mean, this is a beautiful-looking, low-budget movie. I think I think it looks just as good as your... I'm, I'm, I'm glad you think so. I think it looks just as good as so. uh, larger-budgeted films of the time. Um, I can't praise it enough, but I, I do give it a 9 out of 10. It's not a perfect... I'm giving it a two. Okay, that's actually more than I thought you'd give it. Okay. Because I'm trying to be nice. Oh well, give it what you want. You a one. Okay, well then I'll give it a one. What I I did not make the film, sweetie. <laughs> Don't take this oh, personally. I'm not taking it personal. <laughs> no. I just I can't stand this film so much. Well, we will not we will not <laughs> uh -huh. discuss tough turf again. However, um. When I get a bruise on my face and you ask me where I got the bruise, I'm just going to say, wounds of love, Frankie, and let you, <laughs> and let you stew on that. That's a... Yeah, I'm going to be stewing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. Okay, uh, next week we're going to do the two, because Mother's Day is coming up next week. Yes, and your idea, I mean, uh, your idea was brilliant. May I say what it yeah, is? Yeah, please. We're going to do two Mother's Day films next week. You can guess who's picking which one. Oh, yeah. I, Go you ahead. Want me to do mine? You, yeah, sure. Okay. I chose Mother. The Albert Brooks. Yes. The Albert Brooks, uh, Debbie Reynolds. Yes. Film from 96? I don't, I don't remember what year I'll it was. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, it's from the late 90s. Um, yes, we are doing Mother, the Albert, the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Albert Brooks film. And... To kind of uh, my yin to your yang, if you will. We are also going to do the 1980s slasher horror film, Mother's Day. Um, starring no one you know <laughs> have heard of. Uh, but it's an early trauma, <clears throat> trauma film. So, Mother and Mother's Day next week. And uh, Mother Mother's Day is another nostalgia favorite of mine. I don't like it as much as Tough Turf. I've never seen it. And you might wish you're watching Tough Turf instead. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> but it is, it is shorter than Tough Turf and no dance sequences. Oh, I promise you that. So that is going to be next week's show. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really... I, I love... I mean, I'm a fan of Mother and I'm a fan of Mother's Day. So it's a great double feature ideal for me. Um, and, uh, that's it, man. You know, you like 80s, you like James Spader, <coughs> watch Tough Turf, you know. Or not. Or not. If you only know <laughs> Kim Richards. And from, her hair was not that great. I didn't think her hair was great. I thought it was very interesting. A lot of interesting hair in this. If you, last thing I want to say, I promise about Tough Turf. If you only know Kim Richards from The Real Housewives, and I know she's had some tabloid, or she's had some personal issues, which I honestly don't really want to get into but if you only know kim richards from the the reality show stuff please watch tough it's by far her finest acting job maybe that's faint praise but i really liked her in this film 
Uh, I can't I can't stress that enough. Um, but that's it. I'm done. But if anybody wants to uh, make a comment, um, you can go to the Instagram or uh, defend tough turf. You know, you know it's awesome. It is not awesome. It's anything but. It. Please, if you've seen it out there. Even if you don't love it and just appreciate it, please, please give me some support. I know this film has fans. <laughs> I know this film has fans. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, but anyway, sweetie, I'm finished. Okay, well, until next week. We. Bye. 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 See you Mother's Day. <laughs>